Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, hosted by Katrina Jameson. We arm female corporate executives with the strategies they need to master the one rule of career success in order to create and live a life on their terms, a legend life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. It is time to kick off a new mini-series because we are kicking off the month of May. And so, as you know, we are constantly focused on helping newly promoted corporate executive women step in, create, and strengthen their high-performance executive brand because we know that when we have an executive brand, we can perform and we can exec correctly at the executive level. And so that said, let's spend the month of May on another executive strategy, a strategy that is critical to our executive brand. And that strategy is all about negotiations, how to be an effective negotiator as an executive. Are you excited about that? Mm, I know that, you know, whenever I've communicated this topic to peers, to other executives, men or women for that matter, when we hear or we talk about the word and the concept of negotiation, sometimes there's a little bit of fear there. Sometimes I see Physically, I see people cringe. I see women cringe whenever I say the word negotiation. And there's a couple of reasons for that, but the primary reason is what we associate the word negotiation with. And so I want to spend just a few minutes on this episode, not only introducing you to this month's concept or strategy that we're going to dive into, which is executive negotiations, but I also want us to dive in for a little bit and understand why we may have some resistance to negotiating, why, you know, that holds us back a little bit. We're going to spend the next couple of weeks talking about why negotiation matters and why it's a critical piece of your toolbox as an executive. We're going to go through all of those things. But today, let's go ahead and talk about what negotiation means and why a lot of you all out there, why maybe I probably did a little bit, I'll be real honest, I cringed a little bit until I understood what the word negotiation actually meant. And maybe that's where you are as well. So let's just get rid of that. Let's just go ahead and take a few minutes right now and get rid of that perception that we may have currently around negotiations because we don't eliminate that negative perception. We're not fully going to step into this strategy. And I'll tell you, you know, I'll give you a little sneak peek into something that's going to be coming down the road here in a few weeks. If you cannot effectively negotiate as an executive, you will not be an effective executive. It goes hand in hand. Okay. So, That said, why do women, men, anyone, why do new executives in general cringe at the concept of negotiations? Well, when we hear the word negotiation, we tie that most likely to the concept of influence, of selling, right? Because we're selling an idea. That's what selling is. It's it's influencing someone to align with you and believe what you believe or support what you support, right? That's and, and so when we negotiate, we're trying to get an agreement around what's going to happen or an agreement around an idea or a concept, right? That's, that's fundamentally what negotiation is. But when we hear the word negotiation, especially in business and where we've been probably throughout our careers, we hear influence and then we hear this, we sort of jump to this concept of maybe like a used car salesperson right? When we think about a used car salesman or saleswoman, 
what immediately comes to mind is this idea of being a trickster, being manipulative, right? Really wanting to get what's in the best interest of the salesperson, but not necessarily what's in the best interest of the customer. And so our brain does this quick connection, connection, connection of ideas. And we go from negotiation to influence to used car salesperson to, you know, getting something that I don't want and I'm sort of forced into believing or adopting or executing or whatever the case may be, right? That's where our brain tends to go a lot of the time when we hear the word negotiation. And what we need to do is eliminate that. When you think used car salesperson, that is not negotiation. That is manipulation. Two totally different things. We cannot associate the concept of negotiation with manipulation. Because when we negotiate, especially in the workplace, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get to an outcome that's beneficial to both the company and ultimately the customer, right? When we sit down in a boardroom or we sit down in a team meeting and we're trying to influence someone in the room and we're negotiating to, to get alignment around moving forward, executing on a strategy, well, a negotiation is a compromise, right? I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of this piece over here, something that I want, and you're going to give up a little bit of this piece if you can have this other piece. And if I agree to this side, then you'll agree to that side. And, and it's this common dance, right? We're dancing back and forth, but two parties are equally dancing. They're willing to have the dance and participate in the dance because they both align on the end point. The end point being what's in the best interest of the company and the customer. It's a selfless focus when we negotiate. It should be from a business perspective, usually, right? Now, I'm not talking salary negotiations, but yet even then, let's talk about that for two seconds because maybe your brain went there. You, maybe you thought, well, hold on, Katrina. Whenever I'm negotiating my salary, that's sort of selfish. No. And that is why a lot of women don't negotiate their salaries. You're trading your time, your, your intelligence, your skill set, your expertise, your gifts for monetary compensation. You must negotiate on behalf of yourself and all the things you're bringing to the table to ensure that you're paid monetarily what your skills and value are worth in the marketplace. It's the same concept, right? It's two people willingly negotiating, willingly having the conversation, willingly doing the dance in order to achieve the common endpoint, what's in the best interest of the company and the customer. In that interest, in, in the conversation that we just had about salary negotiation, the customer in many instances is you, right? So you play a role in that. It's always what's in the best interest of the common good, right? That's what negotiation is. Manipulation is one-sided. It's, I'm going to win this argument. I'm going to win with force, with threats, with anything that it takes in order to get what I want. That's manipulation. That's not negotiation. So today, what I want you to walk away with, what I want you to confidently know is that there are a couple things. Number one, you have to be an effective negotiator in order to be a, a really good, effective executive. They go hand in hand. We're going to talk about that more later. The other thing is that you cannot link in your brain the concept or the skill of negotiation with the idea or the concept of manipulation. Okay, we just walked through that. High level again, negotiation. Both people are actively participating. They both want the same common endpoint. 
they're aligned on what the end goal needs to be. What they're negotiating around is actually how to get there and all the components, right? Manipulation is very much one-sided. It's very self-centered. It's they're going to win at all costs. If you think they use car salesmen, that's why you don't like that individual because they come across as manipulative because they don't care if the car's, you know, shoddy or great. They don't care if you want the car or not or if that's what you need. They're out to get the deal and that's self-centered and it's selfish because they only care about what they're going to receive, right? That's manipulation. Two very different concepts. So what I want you to do, I want you to grab the workbook, right? Every month we have a workbook that goes along with the mini series that we're tackling. Download the workbook. It's 100% free. There's zero reason why you shouldn't grab it. But let's work through the psychology and let's go ahead and be intentional about separating those concepts of negotiation and manipulation and really commit to being an effective negotiator. Because if you're going to be a successful executive, I'm going to beat this drum over and over and over. What? If you're going to be a successful executive, what must happen? You must be an effective negotiator, right? So get the workbook. If, you're, if you think you're an effective negotiator, if you think you're holding back, if you're unsure how you're performing at the executive level when it comes to negotiation and you love a free executive brand assessment, please click the link that's in this post. Jump on a call with me or my team and we will happily help you out. Either way, no matter where you are in this process, get the workbook, do the work, and join me next week where we go one step further and talking more about executive negotiations. As always, go and be legendary.